The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. A different member of the Braves roster joins Nick and Chris every day this month on The Fan. Brought to you by Truist Bank. Welcome to braves you Look, we all put our heads together and this is the best we could come up with. We're not very smart. Good morning, Kyle Wright. How are you? Good morning. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, Off-season, a mix of what for you this this offseason? Uh, a lot of golf to start. Good for you. you know, a big golfer, so that's kind of how I started. Mm-hmm. But then after that, uh, workouts and trying to get back right ready for the season. So I uh, didn't do a whole lot of traveling, kind of stayed home, which was nice to kind of keep it chill. But, uh, yeah. Where's home these days? If you don't, uh, Na- don't give me an address. but Yeah, uh, Nashville. Yeah. 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 Well, because I was going to say, I knew that you're probably over at the Vanderbilt facility because why wouldn't you be? Yeah, exactly. That, that is... Yeah. That is a sick, sick setup that you guys have over there. Yeah, it's great. We got a lot of guys that come in. It's a great, uh, great group to work out with. You know, got some Vandy guys, got some guys that are not, but um, it's a good environment. And like you said, you know, why, why not? It's kind of why Nashville made sense for me. Yeah, no doubt. Da- What's the technology part of it compared to just the the basic stuff that I want to get done? How? At what point in an off season will you get into the technology part as opposed to get loose, throw a little bit, get my run and get my lifting and whatever it is? Yeah, for me, when I start bullpens, that's when I'll start, okay. you know, um, and really probably a couple bullpens in. Um, usually the first time you get off the mound, there's not a whole lot of use for it because you're just trying to, you know, fill things out and you don't look too too far into numbers-wise in your right. first pin, but... Um, but, you yeah. know, body-wise, uh, what you want your weight to be, is there, like, if you range-wise, and are you conscious of that stuff? Yeah, same thing. Um, I, weight-wise, I, I, my goal weight is, like, anywhere 220 to 225. Okay. So that's kind of what I try to gauge at, and that kind of, I've learned that helps me probably the most throughout the season. So, um, but, I mean, that's just as simple as, you know, hop on a scale. So. Are, are, but are you a guy that can eat anything at this point in your life? Yeah. Yeah, thankfully. Oh, God bless. What yeah. a, what thankfully. A, God bless you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, eventually, uh, that's not going to be the case. I know. Yeah. You have heard those stories. Yeah, I have. So okay. at some point, I'll have to adjust. So I guess ride, this for, ride this for as long as you can. Yeah. Um, what did last season? We we spoke a year ago, and it was about, you know, people start to look. Oh, he's a college guy, and he was this, and then. But why is this not happening? But you were really mature about the progression because mm-hmm. I've heard some guys when they tell you we're going to change this, we're going to change that, and it becomes such a stubbornness yeah. that you lose sight of everybody's trying to make you better. Yeah, I don't want to say blind buy-in, but there has to be a little bit of a give and take. You were really mature about understanding about you personally in that in that trek. Yeah, so I guess uh, there's. I think sometimes I would do too much. Um, sometimes, yeah. So my dad was a coach. Uh, that's where I I think I first learned to be coachable is from him Um, because that's a big deal if you're if you're not there's very few guys in sports that don't need coaching. Um, uh-huh. Those guys are making the most money of everyone. Uh, so gated community. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, I, I think 
at some points, that can also kind of hurt you a little bit because, mm-hmm. like you said, everybody wants you to do well. Everybody wants you to uh, to help you get to the next level. And sometimes if you get too many different things going in, you kind of lose sight a little bit of who you are. And that's kind of what happened to me. I kind of lost sight of, of who I was as a pitcher and what I do well. Um, so for me, uh, 21, that's kind of when I, I continued to struggle that year. And in the middle of the year, I kind of hit the reset button. I kind of said, you know, whoa, whoa let's, I've lost sight of who I am uh, as a pitcher. What, what do I do well? Um, and once I finally did that, I hit the reset button. I kind of start got back to, to who I was, and then I kind of learned to start using coaching to help me what I did well. Um, instead of just kind of taking everything all at once and trying it all, and you know, usually that doesn't that doesn't work very well if you just try to mix everything, everything. in at once. So for me, sometimes it was I just I listened too much and um, kind of caused me to struggle a little if bit. If I looked at charts, twenty seven percent this. 8% that, but now they're out of whack. Would that have been what you're kind of talking about, that you had to get back to numbers that made more sense for you in terms of pitch selection? Yeah, so, I, you know, honestly, I've gotten away from really my two best pitches, which is my uh, two-seamer and curveball. Um, I was using more four-seamers, and I call it a cutter. It's kind of a cutter slider. I was using those two pitches the most, so I just got away from what I did well. So now, uh, I guess, again, it started in 21. Or it started in 20. I started to use my curveball more. And then in 21, um, like I said, once I hit the reset button, that's when I really you know, got back into using uh-huh. the curveball more. Um, and then last year I was heavy curveball, heavy two-seamer, yep. and then I mixed in the four-seam cutter and change-up. So I think for me, getting those my two, my two you know, strengths, getting back to those makes it a lot easier to branch off and then use your other pitches. The other part, though, is when you don't have one, when it doesn't leave the bullpen with you, when you don't have it. There's a point where you, we, I don't want to say bail on it because you still have to show it, but you might have to change in-game yeah. what is going to work on a given night. Yeah. And there's lineups that conducive to maybe making those changes as well. Yeah, so, again, that was something I wasn't very good at before. Okay. If I didn't have something, then I was lost. You know, it's, that's when I was falling behind in counts, walking guys, and then you got to lay one in there and then yeah. give up the big hit. Next thing you know, it's a three-run inning. It's a four-run inning. Um, so that, And this last year, I finally did a really good job because there was games where I didn't have my curveball. There's games that didn't really have my fastball. But they don't need to know that. Exactly, yeah. yeah. You just find a way. You keep throwing it. You throw it just enough. Yep. And so that's when, you, you, for me, you say my curveball's not great. I use my changeup. That's, that's one thing I kind of was able to use everything mm-hmm. together um, and then next thing you know third inning you find your curveball again so it's you just got like I said you got to fake it till you make it and um, that's that's all it is Do you know for all the technology and all the things I was talking to Kevin Teitzer about it 0-1-1-2 for a hitter bad place to be yeah 2-0 bad place for you to be. How do I avoid that? That really is the simplest part of hitting and pitching. Is it not count? Yeah, that's a, that's a big deal. I mean, and that's what sometimes you forget. You, you know, We as pitchers know how good the hitters are, so, you know, at times, going to give them too credit, and I think probably it's vice versa. Sometimes the hitters know how good the pitchers are, and they give us too much credit. So that's one, you know, for me. At times, I'll, I'll get nitpicky, and then I fall behind 2-0. and, and then that's where you got to really make a pitch, or you got to really buckle down. But and I, I think that's where the importance of being able to command an off-speed pitch for a strike comes in. Um, being able to throw a 2-0 curveball, um, being able to throw a 2-0 changeup. That's that's what can really even things back. That, up. that is the to me when I see a good 2-0 changeup. Like, even I'm 60 years old. Even I know. Yeah. Oh, that guy, he's got something figured out because he was not going to give in to the count. Yeah. He was going to make sure that he made a pitch that was his pitch, not that other guy's pitch. Yeah. Yeah. So, are you a – Sean Murphy's coming over, and I talked to Travis a little bit about it. Do you want to talk to a catcher between innings? Is it dependent upon game, situation? Do you need a second when you sit down? Like, how's how's your personality? 
on game day. Uh, I keep a pretty pretty open dialogue, okay. I guess. I'm not a. I don't. I don't like to go super locked in like like some guys do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I try to keep it fairly relaxed, very calm. But um, so yeah, if there's a situation that comes up where we say, hey, you know, I like this there. Hey, I didn't like that there. Then you know we'll have that conversation. But it's we uh, keep it keep it whatever. You know, I'm open to anything. So I, I know you know how many games you won last year. Because that's congratulations, Thank by the way. Because that is not easy to do in today's game. Thank you. Did you feel different on game day? Like, I know you have to go to the mound every night. I own it. I got it. But is there a real feeling when you do own it and you do have it that I'm the one tonight? This, yeah, I'm in control tonight. Yeah, yeah. You know, like I said, it's there's just those games where everything's clicking. You're, you, you, my two seams move a little more. Curveball's got a little more bite. And I don't throw my change up for a strike, and I'm even mixing my cutter up. And those are the days that are that are really fun because it's just easy. Um, you know, you don't you don't have to think too much. You just kind of you just take it and let it rip. So. Fingers, everything is you, you. You're not shaking anything off. Yeah, everybody's in the same rhythm. Yeah, yeah. And I I, I personally I don't like to shake off a lot anyway. So that kind of that helps me keep in rhythm. So there was a quote. I think it was Chris Sale who said it. Hopefully I'm not wrong. But he said he always takes execution over selection. And for me, that was something that I really took and ran with. I would for me, I would rather execute my pitch right. than try to get the right one. And like I said, there's times where it's like, no, I want to throw a curveball here. But for me, the general consensus is execution over selection. Like I said, I think that was Chris Sale who said that, so yeah. hopefully I'm not wrong. But. Well, and the other part, too, is there are stressful pitches in certain games because it feels, or it's really more 2-0. That's not... That 48th pitch in that game is not the same as the 48th pitch yeah. in the game where you go, here, you want it? Yeah. Try. Yeah. Flip. There you go. Yeah, there's yeah, there's those games where you gotta you gotta kinda grind it out and figure it out and um, there's you know, in this in this league there's a lot of those games, probably way more than you'd even think. Uh, at least over half yeah. where it's those games you gotta try to figure it out because it's a hard game, play a good team. Sometimes you just don't feel very good, sometimes you don't have it. It'd be nice to have it every, every time, day, but it's yeah. not gonna it just doesn't happen for yeah, whatever no. reason. And but again, not letting them know. Never let them see you sweat. Yeah. Don't yeah. kick dirt. Don't, you know, walk around the mound stomping. Yeah. Ah, look, again, I'm old, but it drives me crazy when I don't see presents. Yeah. Pitch, catch. Give me presents. Stand yeah. on the mound. Yeah. Own it. It's not going great today. Own it. Yeah. Hitters know. They, they know when you're, when oh, you're, when you're kind of scuffing a little right bit. Right in the water. Yeah. They know. All right. Last thing. Are you recognized in Atlanta yet? I know they must know you around Vanderbilt and Nashville. But have you been – do you get recognized in Atlanta? Not really. I don't get really recognized a whole lot, whole lot of anywhere. Honestly, I probably do get recognized more – in Atlanta than I do Nashville. You do? Um, yeah, but uh, still not a whole lot. I'm still... How guess, awesome is that? Just a normal-looking guy, I guess. I, but, you, but, yeah, 21 wins under your belt, man. <laughs> so, so, no, you, do you like... That's good for you, right, personality-wise? Yeah, yeah. I just... I, I don't know. I like to think I'm just an, another person. You know, I don't want to be looked any different or treated any differently, so I like that. Yeah. Well, good, uh, because that's... This is a good town to live in in that regard. People yeah. do want to leave you alone. Yeah. They want to root for you. They want to leave you alone. Yeah. And and believe yeah, me... Yeah, we've got a great fan base here, so yeah. that's, that's awesome, good. for sure. Well, we will see you in a few weeks. Yeah, thank, thank you. Down Northport. Yeah, thank absolutely. you. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. 
Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President Stacy Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacy's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at CampMargaritavilleLanierIslands.com. 